Hello, my name is Hurricane, and my co-host is Stiggs, and you're listening to the Hurricane and Stiggs Podcast. The Instagram, the Instagram uh, story I sent you the other day, the football player going around crushing that guy. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I don't know if I ever hit a guy that hard. Um, I, I hit a guy that hard one time, and it was with... Gosh, you remember who the left tackle on JV was? White guy. Left tackle. Um, Jay- yeah, Salisbury? JV. No, not Salisbury. Uh, Salisbury was wa- right tackle. But I played left guard, and this guy played left tackle. And left tackle. I remember we... No, I don't remember who it was. Oh, gosh. Did he I play varsity? I don't think he played varsity. I think he only played... He was a freshman, and we were sophomores... And I don't think he played past that season. No, he, man. But I remember we sent a, a kid to the hospital because we we broke his arm. You and him Do you did? remember that? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I, I vaguely remember it, but yeah. I mean, it was, so we sent was it uh, First Colonial or something? It was at home, but I don't remember who we were playing. It, I think it was First Colonial, but yeah. Uh, first game of the season? This it might have been, because we beat really... them two to nothing. No, but that or was one that was the scrimmage. At first was that the scrimmage? No, we won the first. So we we played. We had a scrimmage against Kellum. I think did we win that game or did we tie? We went undefeated, and then we our... played first Colonial. I thought and we won two to nothing. And the last... We did win two to nothing, but that was at first. No, Colonial. that was at home. That was at home. I, I recovered the fumble to seal the game. It was at home, sure. and I then we beat we beat um, we beat Ocean Lake sixty two or sixty three to nothing by the end of the the final game of the season. Yeah, so our offense just got a whole lot better. Man, reliving yes, the dude. glory JV days. Talk about talk about good life. Man, we went undefeated, Rob. Yeah, we, we were undefeated season. Hey. undefeated city champions. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and then we we take you take that team that was mostly sophomores went from undefeated to i think what it what was it the next year on varsity oh, like probably one in, garbage and most of the really good sophomores were already on varsity and we did even worse right. and by the time we yeah. got there so i think we went from undefeated to one and nine i think and then so I was like, i'm not playing senior year and then senior year <laughs> i played a little bit to the car accident and i think we were ended up being four and six that year well i didn't even play in the beginning then i joined the team late and then I got the car accident, yeah. so I played like a couple games. That was it. So anyway, yeah, I didn't play senior year because I couldn't, uh, couldn't stand Coach Thad. Well, you were smarter than I was. I don't know why yeah. I went back and played. And but Coach Keppel, Coach Keppel, um, approached me several times senior year and was like, "Dude, why don't you play?" Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't want to get into it, Kep. <laughs> Smart man. But man, yeah, that's like that's hey, I respect anyone who can keep their mouth shut. When they have a really good reason why they don't want to play or do something because it's typically another person involved, and then they have enough. Uh, I don't. What's the word? What's the word? Um. Dang, I can't think of the um, word. They're just better self control. Yeah, maybe self control does not like just like drag someone through the mud. Yeah, I'm not one to speak ill of anybody. I try not to. Yeah. I mean. Lord knows I think it in my brain a lot. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, it rarely passes through my mouth. Yeah. 
unless it's like when I'm venting to my wife or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah, uh, I try not to speak ill of anybody because one, I don't want anybody to speak ill of me. And two, I don't want, you know, I think talking behind somebody's back about them, if you can't say it to their face, then yeah, probably shouldn't be said. Yeah. So you're saying I need to just uh, approach these people and just tell them to their face? <laughs> or just keep it to yourself. You yeah, know? that's true. can't say true. something nice, don't say anything that's at all. That's true. You know, there's the plenty of things I like to tell people to their up. face, but... Um, huh? There's plenty of things I like to tell people to their face, but I'm sure they're already talking uh, about me behind my back, so... I don't know if I'll ever have yeah. the opportunity. And actually, I don't think it's going to do any good, so I just don't. So. Yeah, and a lot of times, that's like my, my thoughts on it, on the whole that that type of stuff, is a lot of times it's just... Like if it if you do say something, what good will come of it? Right. Is it gonna be productive or is it just gonna is it one just gonna tear that person down? Well and Yeah, I think there's that. I think the other thing is is it gonna make the change that you want it to make? Right. Will it actually influence that change? Because a lot of times they're not gonna hear you out anyway. So Exactly. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, is so it gonna is work? It, is it worth your time right. and effort? Exactly. And if it's not, then that person probably not worth your time that's true i would agree with that i yeah i you would know. agree with that i would agree with that um yeah. uh, i think that's what i've learned maybe that's why i'm old and bitter now <clears throat> grumpy old and grumpy uh, old, and, old grumpy. and grumpy. i saw that instagram post that was a nice instagram post you had that that someone bought you dinner uh, no it was breakfast it was that breakfast so it was really nice yeah so um hey, but you were like the- this old grumpy dad <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was so grumpy. I was like sitting at this. So we went to Pops Diner. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Great establishment. <laughs> they uh, Pops, if you're listening, uh, we love you. And if you want to sponsor us, you know, Hurricane and Stigs podcast, we'd love the sponsorship. But um, <clears throat> no, but seriously, Pops Diner, uh, great place to go. Kids eat free as long as you know. Oh, that's nice. Uh, an adult buys. Food. So okay, st- can I stop kids. you right there? Yeah. All right. So apparently IHOP does the same thing, and we saw no way. We, we saw a commercial, and they do it between like two and six, you know, x amount of days a week or whatever. And Caitlin was mm. like, "We're probably gonna have to buy one of the like kids meals," and I was like, "That's discrimination." I was like, "There <laughs> are kids, just because we have more than two kids and we buy two adult meals, you're gonna make yeah. me like that's discrimination." So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna. If I go in there, I'm going to talk to the manager and be like, these are my kids. You said they eat free. Like, come on. Right. But there's a caveat. It's the, it's the fine print. You got to read. Yeah, because so they're trying to limit the They're way. trying so to limit you... how many more kids I can have to make their deal. And that's discrimination. <laughs> well, they're just trying to trying to make profit. You know? Well, uh, no. Um, if they want me to come in, if they're going to advertise kids eat free, it's all my kids. <laughs> or I will take my business to Waffle House. Or, or to Pop. Or, yeah, somewhere else that will honor the deal. It says kids. Yeah, well, Pops is not going to honor all my kids. They're, they're, they're all my kids. They're all my kids. All right, go, go back to Pops. So you got Pops Diner, eating some food. Kids eat free. You're grumpy, as always. Yeah, so we go there um, early Sunday morning because we were supposed to have a busy day. And I was like, well, let's start off the day as a family, get some breakfast, mm. be nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eli, immediately, my three-year-old, immediately 
doesn't want to go out to eat and just like throwing a fit. I'm like, oh my gosh, it'll be fun. You get pancakes. It'd be a special treat. Kids, I tell you. So Kids. already started. Yeah, so Eli, so <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't want pancakes. He's like being just a little three-year-old throwing temper tantrum. We get there, sit down. He's all right for the first little bit. My one-year-old, he's usually in a pretty good mood. Um, and so just sitting there, order our food, waiting for our food. He's throwing a couple little tiffs here and there, um, but nothing horribly bad. And then this young uh, mom and her probably about three-year-old daughter um, gets seated right <clears throat> in the booth right across from us. So it's a little aisle. It's like we're in one booth. She's in this other booth. This little cute little girl is just sitting up on the table, uh, being very cute, very quiet, like sitting up on the table facing her mom, just talking to her. And then she's <laughs> she's taking a spoon and dipping it into her mom's water cup and feeding her mom spoonfuls of water like <laughs> soup. Wow. And the mom's just like, not, you know. Doesn't say anything, just nonchalantly, like, opening her mouth and and sipping it as she's, like, looking at the menu, getting ready to order their food. Just very, just a very cute interaction between them. And it's, like, the, the dichotomy from that, like, peaceful, cute family <laughs> interaction. And then you yeah. look at our table, mm -hmm. and it's just, like, starting to melt down. <laughs> temper tantrum. He's, yeah. like, sprawled across the booth with his feet on the wall, kicking the wall, screaming that he wants his apple juice, refusing to eat his pancakes. Um, and, and then she, they get their food after us and they finish before us and then they're gone. And it's probably 10 minutes go by and we're finally finishing up, you know, getting our stuff together, getting the jackets and coats and, you know, everything, and I go up to pay, and they scan my receipt, and she, like, looks at it, and, like, looks back at me, and then tries to scan it, like, twice more, and she's like, oh, table one, she's like, oh, hey, the young lady with the girl that was sitting next to you uh, took care of your breakfast for you. That was awesome. And I was like, That's man, awesome. Uh, that was so nice uh, of her, and just, like, I mean, just, like, uh, turned a really bad, not really bad, because, I mean, you have those experiences as young parents with kids who are going to melt down. Like, if you go into public places... You mean, like, daily? Every day? Not every day. <laughs> Thankfully, not every day, but more often than I think a lot of parents would like to admit. Um, every day. <laughs> <laughs> One of my kids melts out every day. Every day, yeah. Uh, and so, least, and I mean, it just, least. like, it changed my whole my whole day around like it just you started the day i started the day off like on a really bad foot and it was just like it was gonna go through through the rest of the day i was just gonna be in a bad mood and you know just that one simple act of kindness and generosity from a stranger who saw a family that was struggling it was just like hey let me help out um so you mentioned that i posted a, an instagram post um Justine, my wife, had taken a picture of our one-year-old um, playing with his forks. Uh, he was 
again, being loud and disruptive, and he was just having a blast, and so she took a picture of him, and this uh, young woman um, just so happened to be in the background of the picture, so uh, I posted a picture up on Instagram and Facebook in hopes that maybe she'll see it, and uh, just... Yeah. And just wrote kind of a thank you note to her and, uh, you know, just, just as a, a a very simple and basic way to say thank you for making a change in our day and in our lives. And, uh, even if just for the day, you know, you changed, she changed my attitude and it's awesome. And my, that's pretty cool, man. And so I think like, you know, simple acts of kindness like that can, um, can help change somebody's life and mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah man in more ways than one and i try and do it as much as i can um, yeah when i can i mean we're not the most financially sound right now but anyway yeah, but when that, you can do those little things yeah. like that or even other things that you can do yeah, yeah it always it always helps that's for that's for sure yeah I, yeah I I agree. I think it's always nice to uh, to pay it forward, right? Was that the movie or whatever that came out a long time ago? The pay whole it idea forward was know. a movie. I don't know, something like that. Probably was. Probably on Hallmark. <laughs> probably Caitlin maybe watched on uh, Hallmark it. Channel. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we are watching so many. Or Hallmark. Oxygen is that o- Oxygen? Is that even around anymore? The what? Oxygen Channel. Oh, I don't know, but let me tell you, like it's it's like getting close to Christmas, and Caitlin's like, <laughs> we gotta get the Hallmark Channel, please. Uh, I was like, Caitlin Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, man. All those Christmas movies that have the same storyline. Oh, my god. She's going to watch them all, and she's going to love them all. And you know who else watches them? I typically end up watching them because I want to hang out with her. Them. And then so like I'm sitting there, and she falls asleep, and I'm like, Do you right, enjoy them? Do you finish them? the channel. No. No, I don't. I don't. Um, there's been other movies that we've like started, and I'm like, I, I got to figure out. Just I just want to see how it ends. <laughs> uh, but Hallmark, I can't do. I'm I'm a sucker when it comes to a story. Like mm-hmm. I typically just want to know how it ends. There's only two things I've walked out on in my. I've walked out on. Uh, one movie. It was the Alexander the Great movie that came out with Colin Farrell years ago. It was horrible. Oh horrible. yeah, I heard about. It. I never watched that. I heard. And bad, I like history, and I was like, oh, this would be great. And then I was just like, no, this was really bad. And um, it was also a semi date with someone um, that. I don't even know if I ever told you about this. It was back in high school. And uh, anyway, I think she <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep? or they She fell did. Asleep? And then uh-huh. I was like, let's just roll. And I wasn't interested in it either. So it was right. really, really bad. So anyway, um, but typically I like to see how a story ends. And for that, uh, for Hallmark's movies, I don't. And for <laughs> that movie, I don't. But there's been other like chick flicks that like we've started on Netflix or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, let me just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, see how it yeah, ends, yeah. and you pretty much know how it's gonna end. But but no, it's, you know. yeah, you'd like. But all the Hallmark, all the Christmas Hallmark movies, they're the exact same way. There was a meme going around the other day, and it was just like, and I, and I told Caitlin because it was like, am I? Do I know how every Hallmark like Christmas movie begins? Yep. Is the doctor gonna find the girl who's gonna like reject? Oh, the jerk, I saw that. Meme. You know, yeah. And is she gonna is she gonna fall in love with the <laughs> right. the broke penniless? Yeah, with the broke penniless, you know, Barbara person. Or whatever and it's basically that, yeah. gonna be the same plot for every Hallmark Christmas every movie. Hallmark. Yep. Am I gonna, Am I gonna watch, watch every one? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's our house. We're we're kind of getting right there. But going uh, back to uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, so we're so we're what was so that. you said you've walked out of two movies. No, I think well, I think it was just that one. I don't know if I walked out another one. 
You know, I've only walked out of one movie ever. Which one? And it was the original Saw. Oh, got you. You know why? And no one will believe me, except for our friend Andrew Pachta. Andrew Pachta, if you're listening, you can vouch for this because I was there with you when we went to go see this movie. You were there. And I walked out of this movie. One, I didn't really like the the gore that much. I wasn't Mm -hmm. too much into it. And two, within the first three minutes of the movie, I called the ending. Spoiler alert for those that haven't seen this 15-year-old movie. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it was the guy that was laying that was supposedly dead in the middle of the room that was um, the bad guy the whole time because uh, he wasn't really dead. It. And you called it. And I called it, and I was like, I'm not watching this. And... <laughs> And I told, I'm pretty sure I told Andrew before I walked out of the movie, I was like, dude, it's the guy that's dead in the middle. And uh, and I walked out. But I had to stick around the movie theater because they were he was my ride. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> so he stayed and watched the rest of the movie, and I just like was sitting in the lobby uh, the whole time. And, I, and he came out, and I was like, it was the dead guy, wasn't it? He was like, yeah. I was like, called it, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the only movie I've ever walked out of. <laughs> you know, I didn't walk out of one other movie, and I was little, and I was afraid. It was uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Wait, you want to go see Jurassic Park in theaters? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to. I lied to my parents. I went there. I got freaked out. Brandon Bruno and I, we walked out early. And what? Then you went we, with Brandon Bruno? Yeah, his dad took us. I told my parents we were going to go see Rookie of the Year. And I like never did anything like this, and I was just like, yeah, let's oh, go do it. Oh, man. I got freaked out. I don't know how old I was, but I was probably in like third, second or oh, third grade. Elementary school. We were in elementary. Oh school yeah, but like we hadn't there. moved yet, so I must have been like second or third grade. And Man. um, and then like like Brandon Bruno's sleep. dad took you. Yeah, he was like, your your parents said it's okay to see this dinosaur stuff, and I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I told him we were gonna go see like a baseball movie. Mm-hmm. And because his dad was like, just tell him you're gonna go see this, and I was like, all right. And then I lied. And then like later on, I was just like, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to go to sleep. And I basically had to confess to my parents that I saw that. But that was the other movie I walked out of. And we tried to say we didn't like it, but we were both like scared of the movie. And it's so funny because I'm sure if I saw it now, I haven't seen it again. I'm like, well, I've seen little clips. I'm like, oh, it's so fake. But you know, when you're little, you're like, oh man, out, it was so. so real at the time. Yeah, at the time, I remember. You know, I never saw it in theaters, and then. My godmother, Mrs. May, bought me the VHS tape Nuh-uh. for my birthday one year, and Get I wasn't allowed to watch it. No. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So somewhere in my parents' house is probably a VHS tape of Jurassic Park that's never The Mays were always cutting edge. I feel like they were always pushing the envelope amongst their friends, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that, always, that is true. Always that pushing true. The, the, the movie envelope. That's great, man. So, All right. <laughs> you want to get in, you want to get yeah, into the, let's do this the, quote. the meat and potatoes of this podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So the quote comes from George Patton. He was the uh, the general in World War II. Um, Stiggs, you pointed out, he fought in World War One, um, and his quote is: "Live for something rather than die for nothing. Live for something rather than die for nothing." I love that quote. Um, I love pretty much all these quotes that we put on here. Obviously, it's why we, we put them on. But the number one reason is because if you're not driven in life, then like, what are you doing with your life? Um, and you have to have something that you're shooting for. So you have to have a you have to have a goal in mind. It doesn't matter what it is. 
um, whether it's a spiritual goal, what's going to happen when you die, whether it is a um, maybe just a goal while you're here on earth. Maybe you don't believe that there's an afterlife. Um, so what's your goal on earth? What's your final good? Um, you have to have a purpose, even if it's making money or um, maybe it's politics. Uh, you have to be all in if you're going to believe something. And so to me... I hate when people are lukewarm about issues. There's plenty of issues I think that we're going to be lukewarm about because there are so many things to think about and do. Um, you know, there's so many issues out there that we can like put our money behind or a voice behind. But so we can't be we can't be all in on every issue one side or the other just because it's almost impossible, right? We don't have that much energy. But the things that actually drive us, you know, we should really be all in on regardless if uh we're on differing sides because you gotta you gotta fight for something even if it's opposing me and my point of view i'd rather you be all in on the wrong side than just be lukewarm and then i'll be like meh whatever dude screw it you know um that always is kind of like uh oh that just gets to me when people just have no care about like really important issues in life i'm surprised Um, we're still friends (laughs) <laughs> grumpy old stigs grumpy old stigs is not grumpy caring about anything no but i i agree um gotta fight that, for something man that's true and uh, you do you know, but what what what's he gonna do to sit, sit on the couch fight for being a couch yeah. you ain't even fighting you're sitting you're sitting for being you know what i mean like yeah so what yeah i think the quote I hate, I hate when people do that yeah the quote to me um is is a challenge um, cause, and I think, you know, what was that Baz Luhrmann? You remember, uh, that song that came out in like the early two thousands of no. his, uh, I'm so bad with, with lyrics and don't forget the names. sunscreen song. You remember that song? Nope. <laughs> I mean, um, if I, pl- if it was, you, it was basically, it. it was a graduation speech that he had given and then somebody turned it into a song and it was where it was his. He was like, "Wear sunscreen." If I could offer one piece of advice, is wear sunscreen. Um, but in that song slash talk, that's great. Uh, he he speaks of, um, you know, knowing what their purpose in life is. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the most interesting fifty-year-olds still don't know what they want to do with their life. But that doesn't necessarily knowing what you want to do with your life and living for something, I think are two different things. Cause you I mean so? goodness gracious, I'm thirty three and I have no idea what I want to do with my life. But Oh, I see what you're saying. You yeah, know, yeah. But um or what I wanna be when I grow up, quote unquote, you know. Right. But I, you I don't know what I wanna be when yeah. I grow up, but I feel like I have something to live for. Right, that's you true. Know? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with you. So there. I see what you're I saying. Think, I think if you take that quote at face value, a lot of people will think of that as well. I, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna do for a job or professionally, or I don't know, you know, what my family life is gonna be. But that doesn't necessarily mean you don't know. You don't have anything to live for. You don't. Right. Uh, you know, you don't have values that you live for. Um, and I think in today's society, so many people attach um, 
their who they are to what they do for a living. No, I hate that. Um, and well, I love get, it and I hate it, but yeah, I love going. it and I hate it as well because you know we're not young anymore, right? We're getting a little older, um, and professionally you have goals that you want to meet professionally and where you want to go and you have goals professionally but that doesn't define who you are um your success in your job and your career shouldn't and it does to some people and if if that's the case i'm not downing you at all for that like um if that's what your purpose is and you found that and your purpose is to be an entrepreneur or be a manager and you want to be the best manager that you can be and your goal in life is to to work towards that then that's great but to tell someone that that defines who you are um just by your title as in your work life i think uh we get caught up I think I get caught up in that a lot too. And it's easy to do because like, you know, you're making small talk. Hey man, what do you do? Right. <laughs> you know, right. it's the first uh, thing we talk about typically. Yeah. You know? It's typically what you talk about when you get older. Cause you don't have much else to talk about. Cause you, you know, you have a, a, a wife and kids and a life and uh, you don't have much time for hobbies anymore. Yeah. So that's, you know, a, a lot of times how you define yourself. I think there was a commercial, maybe it was a commercial, uh, or maybe it was just a, a YouTube video and it was like, so what do you do? And the guy was like thinking and it went to his imagination and he like, you know, went through everything. Maybe it was like a Chevy commercial or like a truck commercial or something. And it went through like everything that he did that day. And like, you know, he was like going through all these adventures and, you know, living life with his kids and, you know, going out in his truck and four-wheeling and all this stuff and then uh you know came back to the conversation and he was like oh i'm a an engineer or something like that you know and that's typically the answer we give um and yeah. so i think if somebody asked you rob like so what do you live for um your answer would be different than what do you do for a living yeah right absolutely absolutely you know? mm-hmm um, and so I think in society today, we can get those two inter- interchanged and intertwined. Um, but I think for a lot of us, the answer will be different is if you say, what are you living for or what do you live for or what do you do for a living? Um, you know, uh, those, those two answers would be different. Mm-hmm. And it would be amazing if in a perfect society, in a perfect world, if those two things could be one you know in a you know in a perfect world if you say what do you do for a living and what do you live for those (coughs) two uh, answers could be the same then then i think you've you've achieved your goal in in life right yeah i well yeah or i don't know i think sometimes if you if what you did for a living was in line with what you live for, I think it would just be part of the equation. I don't know if it would, you know, be everything, but it, it would definitely be part of the equation. I think that what gets me just like so kind of like uh, just worked up over this is like the whole relativism movement out there where people oh, man, uh, yeah. don't want to find 
truth at all. You know, if it's true for you, that's cool, man. But it's not true for me, and their truth might be different, and that person's truth might be different. <laughs> no, there's one truth, and you're 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 in or you're out, and either you're fighting for it or you're not. But like, there can't be because like, even the opposing side, you you can't have a million opposing sides, right? Yeah. It's like one or the other, right? It's two sides of a coin. There's two well, sides. Me, yeah, you know? I don't know. I'd, the, I'd play devil advocate there. Well, yeah, I know. But you... all right, so just think, let's think about this, right? Like, let's just bring yeah. it into politics for a second, right? Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, I did. I did. I'd <laughs> rather people oppose my political views than just be like, well, I don't care. You know? Yeah. I'd rather, because typically when people are still opposing your political views, they are all in on what they think is the best thing for our country and the people inside of it right Mm -hmm. whether i think they're wrong or not at least they're fighting for something right Mm -hmm. and they believe to their core that this is the best thing for you know this person or that person or whatnot right right and so i might disagree but when i in in the political you know the political spectrum i'm doing the same thing right like what's the best thing for the people in this country what's the best thing for our country um, mm. yes, sometimes you're limited to <laughs> candidates that you have, unfortunately, but, unfortunately, um, yeah. you, but we're still fighting for what we believe in. That's going to be good for, for everyone. And, and that's what I like, you know, you disagree. We can disagree all day and let's learn, have a conversation. That would be nice. Yes, too, but that's, like, that's, that's the, important that's, part that's a key thing, but that... like, let's do it. You know, I mean, my previous jobs when I was working in the ministry environment, I'd mm. rather teenager, um, hate, hate, you know, anything that I do with uh, Christianity as opposed to just be lukewarm about it, right? Because mm-hmm. if they're lukewarm and they don't care, then you can never have a conversation. If they hate it and are completely against it, then you can actually talk about it. You can talk about where they're coming from, why they don't like it. And there's actually a starting point, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but I think it's for anything. You have to have, you have to, you have to have, you know, those, those reasons, what you're living for. And then you just have to try to execute it. But we all need those things because there's a final good for all of us. Whatever we think our final good is, we need to find it and we need to achieve it. And we need to do something about it because otherwise it's like, well, then what are you living for? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Why are you what, here? You what know, are you, get, you? Don't, as Patton said, rather than die for nothing, don't die for nothing, man. Do something yeah. with your life, dag on it. Even yeah. if even if it's against what I'm doing with my life, at least, at least try. Try and, hard. Yeah, and... Yeah, and still be respectful of other people's opinions. Like you and I can have a different opinion, and yeah, you know, your your what you're living for could could very much differ from what I'm living for. Um, but we can still have a, and maybe George Patton wouldn't agree on that because he was a war general, but, right? 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 Um, but I think it, you know. The way that I interpret that is, if you if you're living for something and you're passionate about it, it doesn't mean that someone else can't be passionate about what they're passionate about, yeah. and you can't come together and have a, a conversation about it, right? And and still leave that conversation with respect for that other person's human dignity. Um, hey, man, I might disagree with your your point of view, but I respect that you have it. And it doesn't differ how I feel about you as a human being. Exactly. Like, exactly. It, you know. And actually, I'm probably gonna have more respect for that person. 
Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot more respect than, you know, than the person who, who doesn't even care at all about really important issues, you know? Um, yeah. And you, you know, and then we get back to the flop, flop, edge. flop, flop edge, flop edge. <laughs> You've heard it here. Uh, on I'm telling you, Rob, Stiggs, we're going to get it going. Flop edge. I the told flop someone edge about it. of that is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to get any traction, but let's keep it going. The, Hey, it's going to, it's going to get wheels and, and start moving. The flop edge of that is, uh, you know, if you're so passionate about something that you can't even um, keep an oh, open mind true. That's to true. other yeah. people's views, then you become bitter and hateful. You become a jerk and, face. And you become a jerk. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, you're right. And then, you're you right. Do, and then you eventually do end up dying for nothing because what you thought you were living for and you know you thought was truth your truth and everybody else is wrong and this is what i believe and i'm right um if you don't and you and you approach conversations and situations with hate or with a predetermined mindset then you become closed off and you eventually end up living for nothing because it's just for like what for what are you so passionate and angry and and driven for you know and then you end up dying well, alone and I don't hateful know. and spiteful. That's true. I mean, you might die alone, but at least you're trying. You're at least you're going for something. I guess the question would be then. I would, this is what I'd say: that hateful, grumpy person, right? He thinks he or she thinks they all right. So they have something that they're trying to fight for and believe. But are they actually trying to do something about it? Are they living for it? Are they doing something about it? Or are they just like a grumpy old person? Because if you're a grumpy old person and you're not trying to do anything about what you believe in, then yeah, you kind of are dying for nothing because you haven't done anything about it, right? Right. Um, you have to actually do something about it. Like you have to have the dialogues, try to change people's minds. You have to go and, you know, fight for, you know, talk to people, uh, fight for what you believe in, talk to people why you think this is, you know, the best way. You know, you have to go knock door to door. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you believe in Snickers bars and you got to sell them door to door. Whatever no, it is. No, Milky Way all the way, but You got to do something. You know, like you have to actually get out there and do an action item. Like you, you can't just sit on your hands, right? Like you have to do something. Right. And that's that's what I want. That's what I want more of, you know. Even if it's a dag on it, they typically don't get anywhere. Even if it's a conversation over social media, which, again, typically gets nowhere. Like, let's do it. Like, at least talk about it. Don't just be, right. don't just have these opinions and then just like don't, keep a closed don't mind. Don't be lukewarm. Because if you think this is a, the final end and you think this is right for you, or you think this is the highest good in this certain area of life, then if you feel that way, then you are morally obligated to try to convince everyone else that it is the right thing for them too, right? You have to be all in. And if you're not all in, then you don't think it's right. If you don't think it's really right for you, then you wouldn't want to convince anyone else to do it. So, is it really the highest right, good, the final end, or is it, is it really right? Is it really yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So the yeah. So I, yeah. So back back to the quote. So live for something rather than die for nothing. I yeah, think d- then, d- yeah, live then for if it. you really are living do for something, something then you need to do get something after about it. it. Oh, that's true. I think yeah, that's a very yeah. very good point. It's got to get after it. You know, just don't don't sit on your hands, man. I think that's a really good, um, Don't sit on your good vaulting point to 
Ooh. get into the conversation of where we left off our last podcast and uh, the challenge that we gave everybody and where we are now um, between you and I, like what have, uh, what have we done um, in the last couple of weeks since we last talked? Um, you know, last podcast we were talking about um, <clears throat> the, the Great Wall of China. Great got Wall built. of China. D- right? Didn't got yeah. built in a day. Didn't got built in a day. Yep. And uh, Rob, why don't you remind our listeners what what our um, our challenge to one another was? I think we talked about business uh, about business um, accountability partners. That's what we talked about. It was accountability partners. And I was challenging you to remember. Yeah. Well, because I totally remember that. What I need time. to do is I need to pick it back up. This is a good reminder. Just to pick it back up. Yeah. And get going. I've I've been so dang on busy. I know it's a good excuse, but when you have four kids and you're up all night because they're yeah. nightmares, <laughs> things kind of get in the way. So. Or you're just up all night. Actually, you know, doing no, podcasts. no. Actually, I take that back. That that stuff is all true, but as I just continue to ramble, I've actually been the puzzles that I've been making, I've been doing a lot of research in the, the next material that I'm going to be using. And I actually did some testing with some of the tier with new material. So oh, okay. I have been doing a lot of that. So Very that's good. been taking up like my lunch breaks and my little breaks at work. I'm like on my phone trying to figure out where I can buy stuff. So I have been doing that. It's just been, I guess just kind of part of been what I've been doing. So I got, got, a, got away with that one. I got, a, got off with that one. <laughs> there you go. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So, I've been um, trying to make sure that I have accountability with uh, some going to the gym. Okay. And yeah. the old eating, iron. eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Justine has been my accountability partner. My wife has been my nice. accountability, accountability nice. partner in that. I can't talk. Um and so that's been going all right. It's been going pretty well. Um, we have, she's been to the gym three times this week. I have not been able to make it this week Ooh. to the gym. I've been working Ooh. late a uh, couple of nights. It's Wednesday. You got to catch up. Yeah. So I, th- I think she's probably going to take tomorrow off, which means I can probably make it to the gym tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she can get, grab the kids. Yeah. So, um, so it's been. It's been going pretty well in that department, uh, but for uh, days like today, like just you know, I know that we've been trying to do this podcast on a weekly basis, yeah, which we have failed miserably on so far, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but well, you know, but you know, life happens, and we've we both got kids, and you know, things come up. But uh, trying to consciously make sure that I am making an effort to be present for this as much as we possibly can because I really do believe in what we're trying to accomplish through this podcast and what it can become if we can continue to work and mold our craft as we are really just getting started in this. Hone our craft, as every sports person says today. Hone Hone, our craft. Excuse me. That's um, the flop edge of uh, um, that that saying. Can't stand uh, it. They need to pick some new terms at this point. Craft. 
you know yeah he works out every day he's a great teammate he's just out there he's like he's honing his craft or they also say perfecting his craft you know he works on his craft every day come on man on craft every day man i hate, i cannot stand that like well just because it's old at this point Pick some uh, new words new practices yeah. I, i'd rather say he practices hard yeah he practices yeah so and i think this podcast for us and for our listeners and hopefully for you know anybody that's involved in in something that they're passionate about and something that they want to do and want to get off the ground i think it is uh a a lesson in patience and in understanding what you need to do to get better you know whether that's listening to these recordings and oh yeah um trying to figure out okay well this sounded good or that didn't sound good Mm that next time you know maybe i say this a little bit differently or my tone is a little bit different so it doesn't sound so bad in the microphone or (laughs) whatever the case is or make my voice sound better by just adjusting the uh uh, yeah adjusting the settings (laughs) and you know auto-tuning everything you know um but i get that barry white voice yeah barry white can't get enough of your little baby but uh, was that Elvis or Barry White? <laughs> I was a little bit of both. A little bit of both there. Uh, I can only do my Barry White voice in the mornings. Oh, like, of course, right? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that deep, raspy, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think for like for anybody that's listening to this podcast, we are trying to get better every week. Uh, for you guys, every episode for you guys, uh, and for us, like we want to be good at this and yeah we know we're not yet <laughs> um but uh i think with practice and with persistence we can continue to uh, make content that is applicable to your life your everyday life and um, so true. can be uplifting for you guys um just hearing conversations that hopefully yeah. will spark thought-provoking conversations in your life, whether it's between your loved ones or your coworkers or, you know, you know, whoever you, you meet. Um, you and and if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> we appreciate you getting this far with us. You know, I know that uh, we've been trying to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter so you can, you can fit it into your day, your busy schedule. Uh, so we're running a little bit long today, Rob. So I think uh, we should... We should end with a challenge for for our listeners for the next uh, for the next time they they come with us on this journey. Yeah, this I, I journey. think it's and I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to tell them about that some other time. Yeah. Um, sa- savage journey that is. Um, I think it's gonna be simple. So the quote is "Live for something rather than die for nothing," and that comes from uh, George Patton. Um, so I, I think it's the challenge is just revisit what are you living for. What yeah. what are the priorities in your life? What are the goals and and what what are the final ends in your life? What are the things that you think is most important above anything else? And are you actually living those in? Are they are you living them out in your life day in and day out, or are did you just go lukewarm on them? And for whatever reason you you uh, you lost the drive to 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 live for those. So what is it? Revisit it. Find that passion again for those items that you think are so important. Or if you uh, if you don't need to revisit them, 
are you really living them out or as opposed to just believing them? Like, are you doing something about them? So the challenge is get out there and make sure you're actually doing something, living for, arguing for, um, lobbying for, if you will, the things that you believe in. So until next time, this is Stay Can It Sticks. Yeah, stay positive, everybody. Thanks for sticking around this long, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.